Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. We're going to start with Conor McGregor once again, Mojo, because the fallout from the rape allegations uh, continue to play out in the public. Uh, on Friday, uh, people may remember, we showed you video of Conor McGregor leading the accuser into the bathroom at the Miami Heat arena, uh, where just moments, seconds possibly later, the uh, alleged rape uh, is said to have happened. Now, Mojo, we posted new video over the weekend, and I'll say this. I think this video has changed a, a lot of people's minds. Now, this is Conor McGregor and, again, the accuser. But this video was taken about 12.40 a.m., Mojo, on what would then be June 10th, about 30 minutes after the alleged sexual assault took place. And now a lot of fans and a lot of people who have Conor's back here have asked the question, how would his accuser, if this terrible thing happened in the bathroom, how would she have hung out with him? Now, uh, I'm not saying that's what I believe. I think that this is obviously a very complicated issue. Sexual assault is, is, is very complex. But nonetheless, Conor McGregor supporters believe that this is uh, about as close to a smoking gun to show his innocence that you could possibly have. Obviously, we're talking about some extremely serious allegations that have the potential of completely ruining Conor McGregor, if true. I said last week when we saw the first video clip of Conor taking uh, this woman to the bathroom that this wasn't going to be anything to bust open the case. Obviously, it disproved one of this woman's claims that Conor barged into the bathroom when she was already in there. So it does raise some suspicions, but that still would not have changed what actually went down in that bathroom. Now looking at this second video clip, I mean, largely this has to disprove just about everything that she said. Video shows that they went into the bathroom together. Video shows that they were hanging out, partying, having a great time afterwards. Obviously still possible that something could have happened in that bathroom that, that wasn't warranted, but the odds of that being the truth is just very minimal at this point, we gotta think. Unfortunately, we live in an age where there are fake allegations all the time, which is obviously such a terrible thing uh, because now people have questions and anytime right. there are real accusations, but this would have been a terrible thing to absolutely ruin Connor and everything that he's built, if obviously untrue. And I, I got to say that people are probably starting to see through these allegations at this point. Yeah, I, I will say this. Uh, look, uh, sexual assault, it's, it's an incredibly complicated thing. I would not even pretend to know what someone might be thinking after something like that happened. But I, I think a lot of people are saying what you're saying now, Mojo, in that uh, bottom line, why would you hang out with somebody if something terrible like that had just happened? Um, 
you know, it, it's, it's complicated. The investigation continues. I think Conor McGregor has made it very clear that he has no uh, intent on settling with this woman in, in any form or fashion. Now, how do Conor's fans feel about him? Conor McGregor is undoubtedly the biggest MMA fighter who has ever stepped foot in a cage. And he's one of the most famous and most beloved athletes ever, period. He was in New York City over the weekend, so not in Miami anymore. He, he was in Manhattan. It doesn't look like the fans feel any differently about Conor Mojo. There, Conor is giving a bunch of autographs to uh, autograph seekers. And uh, it looks as popular as ever, Mojo, as he walks into his hotel. And I, I got to think this is probably going to be what happens just about anywhere he goes. Maybe yeah. those people aren't asking for autographs when the allegations were first expressed. But now after a couple of these videos, I got to think a lot of people are going to treat this business as normal. Now, Mojo, as for his family... You, you know, something that I wondered, uh, D. Devlin, his fiance, who he's been with forever, for more than a decade, they recently announced that they were expecting their fourth child. Then just days later, you have a rape allegation. I was very curious as to what the relationship looked like right now between D. and Connor and the rest of his family. Well, everything appears to be fine, appears to be great. This was Sunday on Father's Day, Connor in Manhattan still. And uh, that woman there, that's obviously Dee Devlin, who is giving Connor a foot massage. So if you thought that there was any strife within the family, there he is with his, his three children and Dee. Everything looks to be good. Dee Devlin, the kids seem to be standing by dad. And we'll see what happens here. I think the tide is certainly turning, though, and you've got more and more people believing Connor McGregor by the time. Mojo last week, NBA superstar Ja Morant was suspended for 25 games. Of course, this was after that second video where he was on Instagram Live, again flashing a handgun. Well, there were reports at the time, uh, shortly after the uh, second gun video was released uh, on May 13th, that Ja was telling people close to him that the gun in this video right here where he was with the buddy was not real. It looked to be a real gun, but it was actually a fake handgun. And guess what, Mojo? Uh, we have now uh, obtained video that shows Ja Morant trying to convince people of that very fact, that this was not actually a real weapon, but no, it was in fact a fake weapon. As a matter of fact, that happened to be a lighter. So we posted this video over the weekend. We're going to show it to here in just a second. This was sent from Ja Morant to uh, family and friends, to people close to him, again, in an attempt to show them, hey, guys, don't believe what you're hearing. That was a fake gun. So this was Ja Morant on May 14th, the day after the second gun incident. Watch this. Hold it, it'll come up. Obviously not the best video to send around after everything you went through. I will definitely start this by saying I don't think this is going to add games to the current punishment that, that he's serving. I don't think the NBA is going to come back and add more games to the 25, more millions of dollars that this is going to cost him because this is an old video. This didn't happen after uh, the, the punishment was given out, but... Man, just not the best thing to send out. He definitely needed to use a lifeline on this one and phone a friend to ask a buddy, a manager, an agent if this is a good idea to send out. Obviously, he didn't post it, which would have been 
amazingly dumber, but still sending this out to to buddies where this video could potentially get out and obviously has now. It's not a good look for the public perception. I, I will say this video would have been maybe a little better sending after the first video than the second one if he was really trying to prove to friends and family you know, look, I'm not as dumb as as everyone's making me out to be right now. It was a joke. It's not even a real gun, you know, whatever. But after the second one, with all the backlash he received for all the people that defended him and now turned on him after the second one, man, it's just better to not touch this at all. Yeah, I don't know why it seems real or fake, Jock cannot just keep uh, keep the guns out of your hand, John. And again, it, it's not that he's breaking laws, especially not in Tennessee. They have lax gun laws, so he didn't break any criminal laws. But again, there are rules that the NBA says you have to abide by. Just stay away from the guns, John. Mojo, the party continues for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, that right there is uh, their parade over the weekend. Right down uh, Las Vegas Boulevard on the uh, Vegas Strip. These guys are living it up. And Mojo, if they want to continue the party, uh, the options there, let, let's let's say that. So, <laughs> uh, the Chicken Ranch, uh, of course, in Nevada, uh, brothels uh, are legal. Uh, the Chicken Ranch. Uh, these are the same great uh, folks who made the offer. And we reported <laughs> on this to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, well, they have now made an offer to the Golden Knights a Hockey Club. And if uh, the guys are interested in a little uh, team building exercise, we'll call it, uh, the, <laughs> the offer's open. The door's open to the Chicken Ranch. So uh, Alice Little, uh, one of the sex workers uh, at the Chicken Ranch, uh, here's what she tells us. I cannot express in words the joy I feel now the team has won their first ever Stanley Cup. So I'm going to express it through my actions. Dozens of ladies, myself included, are ready and waiting at the Chicken Ranch to treat the Knights to any and every carnal delight. And there will be absolutely no penalties for misconduct. The brothel is all yours, boys, free of charge. It's on me. Yep. On her is right. Babcock, I'll give it five years before all the top single players in the world move to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Everyone's asking for trades all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I'll take way less money. I just want to play for Vegas. It's because I love the city. It has nothing to do with the chicken. <laughs> My goodness, dude. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe that's not even the case, Babcock. Maybe the Vegas Golden Knights are seeing that the chicken ranch has made offers to all of the other sports teams, and now they don't feel special anymore. Maybe it's right. not as uh, heartwarming, I guess, if you want to say it, of an offer if everybody else is is hanging out there. I, I don't know how that situation works, Babcock. Uh, uh, Either way, yeah. it's still hilarious. It makes me laugh every time. Um, it certainly probably makes you feel good as a champion-level athlete. Oh, I'm, I, uh, Mojo, I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> to have the offer even if you don't go and I gotta say I'm not expecting anyone to actually 
take them up on their offer because then they know where it's going to get up. We'll be talking about their evening. (laughs) If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or... Go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Mojo, John Jones and Francis Ngannou, the two baddest heavyweights in the entire world, finally came face to face. And as you'd expect, there was some crap talking and Thankfully for us, the entire interaction was captured on video. So this happened Friday at PFL 5. Of course, Francis recently signed, uh, it was last month, with PFL. And John Jones was cornering one of his teammates, a guy by the name of Maurice Green, who was fighting. So both men found themselves under the same roof. And after Maurice's fight, again, John Jones and Francis, who have been talking about fighting for years... This happened. Here's what they said. I've always been king. Huh? Since the day I started this. And I'm gonna die for you. Anyway, I'm gonna We'll see. I'll always be known for fighting, but not the best one. But I want you. I want to come down. You take my ass, Francis. You're gonna have to wrestle. I'm working on it. You're gonna have to fight. You're gonna have to fight. And it's gonna take you more than a year. I'll be waiting for you for more than a year. Huh? That's my guy. That's my guy. How do you really feel about it? Yeah. You know, it could have, it could have happened, and it can still happen. So let's see. Mojo, I'll tell you what—they were cordial, but you could feel the tension. I could feel the tension at least watching that. Oh, absolutely, Babcock. And let me just say, I was there in Atlanta for this event, and man, I was so happy that this happened because Francis was sitting cage side. The entire event, but before Maurice Green's fight, Francis and all of his friends and family, they all went up to a suite. And I was wondering if they were purposely keeping these guys apart, because obviously John Jones was their cage side co- coaching up Maurice Green. So I was worried that this wasn't going to happen, that we weren't going to get the face to face. The fans started to exit the arena, and then all of a sudden, Everyone came sprinting back in, and it was a mad dash to get as close as possible as you could to these two guys. There are some real feelings, some real hostility. And again, wearing that PFL shirt for John Jones, maybe this fight gets done sooner than we think. You know what, Mojo? Uh, it has to happen sometime, somewhere, and I, I hope it does before uh, either guy is, is too old or past their prime. The great thing 
over the years historically about MMA and, and about the UFC has been that in boxing the fights, the best fights, they don't happen because there's all this nonsense and there's politics. Well, in MMA, those fights have traditionally happened in. This is the fight. I want to see Stipe and John. There are so many fights out there that I want to see involving John, involving Francis. This is the, for me, for, for my money, this is the fight above all else out of any weight class that I would like to see uh, in MMA. And it'll be such a shame if this fight doesn't happen. It has to happen. I don't care if it's the PFL, the UFC, if they fight on Mars, it doesn't matter. These <laughs> men have got to fight each other. And I desperately hope that it happens. Well, there's a show called Stars on Mars, Babcock. <laughs> we already got Ronda and Rousey and Marshawn right. Lynch. <laughs> then why not these two? Mojo, a group of fishermen literally lost out on a three and a half million dollar oh. prize because the over 600 pound marlin that they captured had shark bites on it. Yes, so this is one of the craziest stories that I can remember hearing. It was a tournament, a big time tournament nonetheless. <laughs> Goes without saying. Uh, it went down in North Carolina over the weekend. It was called the Big Rock Blue Marlin. And the sensations, it's that boat right there. These guys are seriously big time fishermen. They battled a 619-pound marlin for over six hours. They finally got it aboard the boat, Mojo, but they were disqualified because, again, the fish, the marlin, had shark bites on it. And the rules state, and they have for decades, that if the fish that you capture has uh, injuries on it that puncture the skin to include a shark bite, that the fish could have been weakened, making it easier to reel into the boat. And because of that, the fish doesn't count. So the sushi, that was the name of the second place boat. They caught a 484 pound fish mojo and they Ugh. end up winning uh, a multi-million dollar prize themselves. The sensations just out of luck in the biggest way possible. Oh my goodness, dude, what a disaster. 619 versus under 500 pounds. What a massive difference. Babcock, I think we need to reevaluate this thing because here's, here's what I'm thinking of. If this fish is such a beast that it could, it could survive a shark attack, right. that sounds like a superhuman fish to me. We got like <laughs> Captain America down there swimming around unfazed by a shark attack. That should count for double right. if you see shark bikes on it, if you're asking me. Uh, Dude, absolutely brutal. That that sucks too for the fishermen because, I mean, I gotta think for at least half of those six hours plus that it took to reel it up. It's not like they had any idea that 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 fish they were battling with had shark bites, or else they right. probably would have let it go and and moved on. But probably didn't even know that till the end when they were already committed and multiple hours into this thing. But man, three and a half million dollars. Oh, that's brutal. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. But before we go, got to say uh, a big congratulations to Super Bowl winning coach Sean McVay and his beautiful wife, Veronica, are expecting their first baby. <laughs> Show me a better coach and wife, uh, a hotter couple in the NFL. They are absolutely on fire, and now they are expecting a baby. That's amazing news for their family, Mojo.
Oh, man, absolutely. Best news they've ever had. I mean, this has got to trump a Super Bowl victory, if you're asking me. I I think that is definitely a true uh, mojo. We have a big show tomorrow. People may have heard about this story. It's actually a really cool and a really inspiring story. There was a UFC fighter who recently won a fight. Well, turns out that this man right here uh, has basically given up everything, has literally $7 in his pocket, and that drew the attention of the biggest movie star in the world, Dwayne The Rock Johnson Mojo, who uh, have a- has actually uh, reached out and the fighter is planning to meet with The Rock. The Rock, who also at one time had $7 in his pocket. It's an incredibly inspiring story. Tomorrow, we are actually gonna talk to that UFC fighter ahead of that big meeting with The Rock. And by the way, this guy, he wants The Rock to make a movie about his life. So lots to talk to this very talented fighter about. That's tomorrow. Should be pretty great, Mojo. Seven Bucks Productions. Gotta love it. These stories are eerily similar. So that being said, should obviously automatically make tomorrow the best show since time.